you know, uh-huh. there, there are films that uh-huh. maybe I can give you a couple of examples where there's, there's more montage than film. Uh, montage. I've got the word for name of our show. His dad happens to be there, and yeah, it's just a bit. <laughs> I can't even remember it. I'll have to sort of pick it up, but um, yeah. uh-huh. um, I'm sure someone did like a comedy version of that quite recently. Oh no, I think uh, Styles is dead. <laughs> uh, can, we, can we get a stunt double for the rest of the film? They cut out the bit where it's like, oh no, cyclist! Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, it's just a bit. He turns into the wolf in like a second. I don't know, okay. is it a secret? steal some stuff and run away. Uh-huh. I love it though. Anyway, uh... <laughs> ah, you get your films muddled up again. Yeah, <laughs> that was a real sort of cliche, you know. Like maybe I just imagined it. Like, <laughs> well, you only need a few minutes, really, don't you? So... <laughs> Howdy friends, you're tuned into another episode of the Close Encounters of the Nerd Kind podcast. My name is Imran. Thank you as always for your time and your company uh, for our show today. Uh, you can find us at foreverinelectricdreams.com where you can catch uh, obviously this episode as well as our full backlist episodes of the Close Encounters podcast and our companion sister podcast, um, the Close Encounters uh, minicast and the 90 State of Mind podcast. So we'd love your company. Feel free to visit the site, have fun, enjoy, etc., etc. So uh, today's episode, <laughs> well, actually, have read of me. Before we jump into today's episode, I'm joined, I'm not alone, incredibly. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm here with uh, with the crew. We've got Daniel J. Collicott. How are you today, sir? I was thinking just to leave it silent then, so people did think you were alone. Wouldn't, and, and, then I, and I could just keep, talking and talking i should just like edit you two out of like the finished version and just me talk as if you guys are responding but um no oh i made it god shoot sorry (laughs) i haven't been introduced no no no, that was something else i was gonna do i wasn't gonna introduce Stu. (laughs) i'm not here either (laughs) i I would say let's not introduce you uh i agree that's a great idea Let's just not do it. I feel compelled to though. Um, hit, hit, this is this is my smooth link to the episode today. Dan, uh, in four words, surmise how you're feeling today. Cold. Good. Very cold. <laughs> and a little depressed. Is that no? It's five words. Is it? <laughs> That's like nine. Uh, Stu, in no less than seventy-three words, uh, can you surmise how you're feeling today? Uh, warm, very warm, and <laughs> over the moon. So quite the opposite to Dan, in fact. <laughs> she, she's um, podcasting from abroad. Yes, I am. No, no, no. There's a reason I'm I'm not cold. I've I've been I've been running up some steps today. In much, much, in the, you know, in the similar vein to a famous person that might have done a montage or two in a film. Did you or, or seven? So did you what, what did you run up the stairs in your own home or did you venture out to outdoor steps? Uh, I, I, I went to uh, the art gallery at Philadelphia. 
I should probably introduce this episode, actually. Um, so today we're, 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 talk- we're talking about uh, movie montages, if you hadn't already deduced. Um, uh, how, how did this one come about? I, I, I was racking my brain. I think this is a com- from a conversation between the two of you, if I'm, unless I'm mistaken. Is that right? No one wants to claim it. <laughs> I <laughs> think silence. I think I might have lobbied for it, it. I know you. I, I think it was a bit of a yeah. You've lobbied for it every day since we discussed it initially. I know that, but I, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember if it was initially your idea. Um, Stu, to to introduce the episode, you you prepped some some fantastic words. I don't want to catch you off guard. Do you have them to hand, or shall I read them from? I have them to hand. May I or you ask you to them. read it? I, I think it, it would be nice coming from you because it's a, it's a brilliant intro and I think it would be a lovely way to summarize our show today. I'll give it a go. go I'll give it a then. go. You ready? <laughs> okay, here goes. I'll just clear my throat. <clears throat> in around 60 seconds, with an abundance of cinematic fades and some inspirational music, great things can happen. Hours, weeks, years are compressed into a minute. We've seen street bums become heavyweight boxing champions. Unskilled wimps become karate experts. People age dramatically. People fall in love. People get married. Entire generations whiz by. Amazing road trips covering thousands of miles. Oh, and werewolves winning basketball matches. We are, of course, talking about the humble film montage. Some might say an overused but much missed device. In this episode, we're going to look at the good ones, the bad ones, and the damn right ugly ones. Beautifully Woo. written. Very, very nice. Great intro. Very, very good. Um, my, my initial thought is damn right ugly ones. Are there damn right ugly film montages that, that sprung to mind for anyone? Mm. I, I think there's quite a lot of parodies of there are yeah. of montages. Yeah. Which I think, I mean, like Team America would yes. be one I think of. <laughs> I, I only Funny. stumbled onto that one recently, just from uh, from looking at looking up montages and kind of looking into it. But yes, I I did stumble onto the the Team America one. Yeah, absolutely. In terms of ones that don't work, there was there was two things I thought of was okay. when they're overused. Okay, you know there, there are films that I, mean, I can give you a couple of examples where there's there's more montage than film. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Rocky Four, right? I mean, don't get me wrong, I I, I loved it. You know, I'm sure we all. We all like it or liked it at the time, but there is a lot of montages in that is film. There? It's been yeah. a long time since I've seen it. I, I know that, that I, I've always liked that movie, but it's been a really long time. I remember the, obviously the, the, the big training one at sort of yeah, in the combination yeah. to the big fight. But um, but there's two. There's two oh. training ones back to back. But there's one. <laughs> Isn't that just one? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then, well, two, two different soundtracks. And, and then there's. There's one earlier. Do you remember when he goes out in his car and he's sort of thinking about? I think it's after Apollo oh, dies. Yes. Do you remember? Yes. And it's like wow. the, the most eighties thing in the world. But and actually, that brings me on to my second thing that I don't. In terms of the ugly ones, the one it's not so much when they don't work, but it always makes me laugh when you know when a character's thinking of like stuff that's happened before, and it's the only way they can do it is to show a scene from the film earlier on. And it always makes me laugh because that's that's not like that's not how you remember things, is it? You don't remember yourself like play. You remember it from point of view, don't sure. you? You don't remember it like you know. Um, it always makes me laugh, you know, because um, it's just. I mean, it's the only option they've got, isn't it? Mm. You know, unless they've got some unused footage. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah, but that def- definitely when they're overused, I would say. Yes. No. Very. Uh, yeah. It's, it's an astute point. I kind of. I that I was. I don't know why this. I feel like this surprised me, even though it, I have no reason at all that it should. But I sort of was looking into montages as a as a film technique obviously and it dates back to the 1930s and i feel like that was surprising but then i don't really know why it was surprising <laughs> i yeah. mean it's something you know that's it's existed in movies for a super long time apparently officially popularized by rocky uh um, wow. the the montage as well they've got they cited citizen kane sort of the the opening sequence to to that movie when they go through um um the, the you know Orson Welles's character's uh sort of early life and rise to prominence as a media tycoon mogul and that they cited that as a a noteworthy kind of um uh montage I've got the word for name of our show uh but um but yeah no it was again I thought I mean Rocky tends to be the very first thing that you think of let's just Whip, whip in a definition of montage. So the technique of selecting editing and piecing together separate sections of film to form a continuous whole. Uh, montage was a useful device for overcoming the drawbacks of silent film, which Iman, you just mentioned. A sequence of film made using the technique of montage, plural is montages, and the technique of producing a new composite whole from fragments of pictures, text, or music. The art of montage in theatre and film. There you go. Interesting. Beautifully done. Yeah. You've just. I, there's another point I wanted to make, and that would be a nice segue, actually, because to us, like kids who grew up in the 80s, we used to watch them and we were so excited when they came on. But <laughs> I, I was thinking the other day, to our modern eyes, they're glorified PowerPoint presentations, aren't they? You know, <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like we thought they were amazing, didn't they? You know, wow, you know, it's just like we see that sort of stuff all the time now, don't we? You know. But, there's uh, something about them though like I, maybe it's also i mean maybe i'm thinking specifically of sort of sports ones but they do make you feel like you can do anything and they do make <laughs> things sort of they make you make things seem far more achievable than they actually are because oh, you, the person completely. covers a heck of a lot of ground within the the, the length of the time it takes mm. for a three minute song and they kind of make the, literally the impossible kind of happen and you think i could do that i could do that and there's something and that's a special thing i guess to, to watch a movie to watch something and you feel that you know that it's cheered yeah. you up and it you inspired you to to kind of believe in the the character and yourself you know so it's it is a, it's a wonderful thing it's a great thing to kind of watch in a movie when done right and uh i mean we could rattle off names of of montages that have just you know been been incredible i guess the sports montage you know obviously i would imagine is sort of the the leader you know in terms of what what would motivate someone uh to yeah to just feel that they could take on the world i mean rocky standing at the top of the philadelphia what was it the art the art museum you said um apparently yeah yes yeah. him standing up there the culmination of of his his training montage what's what's better than that well i i also think you know, if, if you kind of try and distill it down a bit further, it is just the act of either learning something, doesn't necessarily have to be sports-based, but it, it, it is condensing something like a week into a minute. Mm. Um, and there's also the romantic montages where they show a passage of time between two people 
meeting, dating, going out, having fun. Um, I think one of my one of my favorite recent uh, montages was in the IT crowd, where um, <laughs> yeah. Denim's character uh, Matt Berry um, was trying to uh, woo Catherine Parkinson's character. Yeah. And, and literally, it was something like a day's worth of montage that he tried to make out had been like a week and that they 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 should get together on the back of it. And it was just quite a funny deconstruction. I remember that, yeah. It was brilliant. <laughs> and she's like, I think at the, at, at the end of it, he's like, remember when I knackered that squirrel? Like, <laughs> yes, it was, it was like a few hours ago kind of thing. But they're trying to... So obviously, the, the joke being that it kind of happened. That we'd seen the the montage in real time, and it wasn't actually a week that had passed. It was mm. it was hours. So mm. just that's so funny, stupid but fun. But talk about these ones that that move time forward. You know, that's a really really random example. But you know those um, I, I can't remember what. But is it Lloyd's Bank that used to do them? You know, with the the, the sort of cartoon characters where their lives would go through like 20, 30 years. And I think they were selling like life insurance and mortgages. Do you know the one I mean? With mm, that quite sure. ha- haunting sort of soundtrack. Do you, do you know the ads I mean? I they think were so. From, yeah. They were, well, they were kind of like these, it was one of the high street banks and they were, they had like quite a sort of orchestral sort of theme and it, it went through their lives. If you know what I mean? They got older, you know, you saw them got older and stuff. Right. And I used to find it genuinely quite depressing. <laughs> You know, you can oh. see. You know, you can see yourself. You can feel yourself getting older, like in the space of a ten-second advert. You know, I'm not. I'm not buying. I'm not buying a mortgage off of it. Yeah. No, too depressing. It, well, it, it really was a case of save money, and then you can die happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So bye now. <laughs> Okay, so I have sent each of you. Uh, hopefully, you've oh. got five MP3 files to to uh, to hand. Uh, yeah. You uh, each uh, can press play when, as and when you're ready. Please don't chime in um, your answers until you've both heard the pieces in full, and then we can discuss the first one. I'll be honest. Hopefully, right. So you got. You should have a file montage number one. Uh, I definitely wouldn't have got this, but it does it it came up in every montage list every classic montage list that i could look that i could find so i think it's a classic film i'm sure you will know the film super impressed if you if you get this one okay and all you, right you've not actually mentioned that this is a quiz i presume this is a quiz <laughs> oh it's have i not yeah i've sent you oh you're right yeah, you see, this happens when you chop me off. Yeah, <laughs> so let me start. Now that time for again. the quiz. <laughs> let me start again. I have sent you. Yeah, I, you're, you're right. There was a huge part of dialogue missing <laughs> in that. <laughs> um, Question okay. one: Is this a quiz? No. <laughs> Um, there's a montage joke in here somewhere, but I can't find it. Um, I have sent each of you five pieces of music uh, that come from famous famous inverted commas uh movies with classic montage sequences so i'm i'm gosh you're right i gave you nothing um so listen to the pieces of music and then if you could identify you don't need to identify the the song or artist at all uh, but if you can identify the film it comes from uh then well done uh it's a non-point scoring 
just for fun <clears throat> quiz. So as and when you guys are ready, feel free to press play on montage number one. I've received one text message from Dan, who's absolutely right. Amazing. I, I don't know it. I, can I guess? I, I wouldn't have known it either. You, you're welcome to chime in now because I've got Dan's answer. So feel free. Okay, to... I'm gonna. This is a total guess. It sounds like it wouldn't be out of place Uh-oh. in something. You're gonna like get Bill, it. It's something like Bill and Ted's oh. Excellent Adventure. No. It, it, I wow. can imagine running for a shopping mall or something to that music. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> you know, like when all the. Well, actually, you're not too far off. Oh, is it? Is Visually, it weird you're 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 oh. right there. Yeah, I can imagine it's definitely got a shopping centre vibe, but they're running through it. That's what I can, all I can picture. But go on, what was it? Uh, would, uh, Dan, would you like to try to give the answer? Um, I, and I'm really this is not one of my favourite films. I think we've we've kind of discussed um, this particular. Is it John Hughes? No, I think it is. It? Yeah, John Hughes films. I'm. Ne- Never been a John Hughes film fan. Even like Weird Science, I know everyone loves that, but I can't even remember the plot um, yeah. apart from, yeah, salient, obvious points. Um, right, yeah, Breakfast Club. That's um, absolutely right. Yeah, it is the famous library dancing scene. So you, I think, Stu, you were, I think you, well, you nailed the tone of it because that's exactly, it's crazy Emilio Estevez when he's, punching his chest and and sort of jumping up and yeah. down and doing cartwheels and stuff like that so yeah you're kind of yeah well done you got the vibe of it well well done daniel um, Thank yeah you. i mean i would i wouldn't have got that i have seen the film but i i definitely wouldn't have got that one um, i seen... remember it because i really don't like it and that, that actually <laughs> I, is one of I those sequences like that, that sticks in my head as being yeah. annoying i'm glad so, you said yeah. that because i don't like that film and i feel like everyone who likes the films that we like do like that film do you know what i mean like, i don't know what the fuss is about that other than no, it spawned a lot of it. famous people you know it, a lot of people came from it who mm. went on to become famous you know yeah. um yeah i i actually i didn't saw that in the 80s lise and i watched it last year maybe the year before say last night. <laughs> 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 oh, this will be good for the show tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, I was hunting through 80s movies for montage sequences for today. Uh, no, you should but... try YouTube, it's brilliant. Literally <laughs> <laughs> going from A to Z, going through the video shop. We, we actually watched it both for the first time, like last year or the year before. Yeah, I did. Um, I, I, not, not with you, obviously. You no, remembered no. I was there, but, um, I, didn't but yeah, see it first. I, I thought it was okay. I, um, 
a lot of a weird aggression towards Molly Ringwald's character, which I thought was a bit extreme. But apart from that, I thought it was all right. I, you know. Um, but yes, the the song That's was it. Carla DeVito, uh, We Are Not Alone by Breakfast Club. So well done, Daniel. Um, number two, yes, and when you're oh, yeah. ready, my gentlemen. I don't know the answer, but I've just got to nip out and play a bit of basketball in my wolf costume. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> it's such a great song. Actually, my intro... Should, should, hang on. Should, should, should we just sing the chorus? <laughs> it's me and you. Okay. Are you ready? Is it? One, two, three, four. No, I'm not singing... <laughs> I'm not sure I could have hit that high. It's quite you a high note. You sabotage, Stu. It's, no, it's quite no, a high note. I just... It's quite a high note. Like, weird. I, I, yeah. I can't hit that. No, I'm afraid. Wrong key for me. Oh. Um, hey, man, do, do, do you and I sing it? No, nice try. I just watched oh. you leave Stu hang out to dry. <laughs> I don't mind. But do you know what? I've just realised my, my intro falls flat, doesn't it? Because I said... Oh, when we've seen werewolves win basketball matches, but actually he didn't win the basketball matches, well, the werewolf. Well, he didn't win the final competition, but he won every other match, which yeah. is, this is what, this is the deception. This is the, of, of like the movie montage, because it, actually, when you think about it, I, firstly, this is an A-star movie for me. I adore this movie. Uh, before I say anything, I should actually say, this is Team Wolf, obviously. Um, oh, was it? Win, I didn't realise. Win, Sorry, I thought it was quite a kid. Yeah. <laughs> the song is Win in the End by uh, Mark <laughs> Saffin. Uh, this is it's a great song. It's a great sequence. But we are introduced uh, to this basketball team who are terrible. They are so bad. They lose every game. Marty McFly becomes the werewolf um and is like he made he's he's an incredible player he gets them all the way to the finals but then at the end his conscience takes over and he says we don't need the wolf we can win this they are now in the finals against but undeniably the best team and they win based on nothing <laughs> you're not you, you started it, this as a terrible team that's true actually the wolf yeah. took you there famously you didn't play as a team because he hogged everything and now you're a great team <laughs> because and, you've got and, a great theme song <laughs> and also can i just say the lyrics are bollocks How, oh you, you're really overstepping the mark now <laughs> they're terrible <laughs> it, i was down to zero i think it says doesn't it i was down to zero isn't that the first line there he goes 
I stood empty-handed, <laughs> like a seagull stranded, watching all the other seagulls soar. Like, what the fuck are you on about? <laughs> What's it got to do with birds? That's, that's true, birds that's true actually. Yeah, because if a seagull had landed, the, the wolf would have eaten it. Well. <laughs> it sounds like a nautical theme. Like, here we go. Ne- next verse. I was slowly losing hope, twisted frayed ends of the rope in a suicidal fantasy. What? <laughs> what? Su- a suicidal fantasy on a rope, on a boat with some seagulls? Yeah. I mean, so, so was this like they wrote it for Pirates of the Caribbean before that film had even been made? It, it, it's just, it doesn't, right. make, it doesn't make any sense. You're right. They sh- they should never have had such a nonsensical song in such a plausible film. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, because other than that, I would have believed every word of it. You know, I assume I just until you pointed that out, I assumed Team Wolf was based on a true story. But but come on, they they could at least mention animals or wolves or moon. I mean. The, it, I, I, could, I could change the pattern, steal a ring from Saturn, forge myself into a man of war. What? He's smoking some serious meth here. It's because really? nothing rhymes with wolf, that's the problem. <laughs> Um, um, uh, yeah, can I just say I don't think it counts as a montage. It probably does count as a montage, but I used to I used to love the you know the surfing USA bit. Oh, on the truck, on the van? <sighs> yeah. Wow. I don't know why I used to love that bit. I think it's... Yeah, I there were, there's definitely probably enough cuts in it for it to be a montage, because it's not, it's not one continuous shot, is no. it, on the car? It has music. Yeah, I think that counts. Yeah. What does he say to him when he gets to go... You know, when he... These waves are mine. That's it, yeah. He's, he's got, like, a line, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah that's and it, he, yeah. he pulls his... He turns into the wolf in, like, a second... Quicker than uh, quicker yeah. than the rest of the film, I've noticed. Yes, yeah, exactly. yeah. Uh, they, but, they yeah. cut out the bit where it's like, "Oh no, cyclist!" <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> oh no, I think uh, Styles is dead. <laughs> uh, can, we, can we get a stunt double for the rest of the film? Uh, actually, it would explain a lot. Actually, if Styles was killed, you know, in a hideous accident, because he was a completely different actor in the sequel, wasn't he? Do you remember? <laughs> Wow! Yes. Wow! No, I've I've seen that movie once, and I have no memory of it at all. Jason Bateman, right? Yeah, I, I used to quite like it actually. It's when it's obviously like not as good, but I remember like I used to watch it quite a bit. You know? Oh wow! Okay, is it worth watching? You reckon? <sighs> Probably not as a forty-two-year-old man, but you know, <laughs> if you've got, if you've got a time machine, you know, how can I put it? You're not gonna, you're not gonna. <laughs> it's not gonna be life-changing. <laughs> They replace all the basketball with boxing. I, I don't know. You probably remember. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I yes, I, I I remember that much. Um, and it's still got the you know his friend in it. The the, the sort of is it? We had like a, the big guy in it. Was he called like? Well, who was the guy like his friend? The sort of large one. What, in the on first the basketball one. team. Yeah, like the big one. Oh wow! Was he called like I can't remember what he was called. But he's, he just happens to be at the college that his cousin goes to. And, oh, you know, okay. and Styles happens to be there. And his dad happens to be there. And, yeah, it's just a bit, yeah. Uh-huh. It's a bit rubbish, really. Yeah. Okay. I love it, though. Anyway. But that's, a, that's a, for me, anyway, it's a leading montage. I adore that. I think it's brilliant. Great. I, I liked the song very much. Uh, I'd never really given any thought to the, to the lyrics, but 
Um, yeah, Bill Dan's ruined that for great, me. Great, great. Uh, <laughs> can, can I just say one more point that I'm sure you both know, and I'm sure you've seen this on YouTube, but you know at the end of the film after that song? Oh, God, yeah, yeah, I know what you're going to say. Have you seen, you know what I'm going to say? Yeah, that was there's, weird, there's someone it? who Doesn't there someone who, like, pulls his trousers down or something? And yeah, got he opens up his, like, final fly cut. or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. And exposes him, yeah. his underwear. It's just, like, an extra who decided to do that. And yeah. And it no kind knows. of made it into the final film, yeah. 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 Good for him. Good for him. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what he went on to. Yeah. <laughs> Team Wolf 2. Yeah. Actually, yeah, he took his shirt off during the one of the boxing matches. Yeah. <laughs> He's got to be in the reboot as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's move on to... Should we do Montage 3? I think, yes. Uh, I th- Is this, this Team Wolf 2? The... Oh, yeah. Mm. No, no, no. But this one I think is the hardest. Um, But again, it was appearing in a lot of montage lists. And I will give you a hint. Uh, If there's a bad montage, this song was attached to it. So uh, go ahead. I don't know what it is. I wouldn't have got this. It's just it was appearing a lot. You see, can I... The only observation I'd make is, like, I cannot for the life of me think what that sequence might be. Is it like Brain. a sort of... Is it like Absolutely a sort of dating... No idea. Is it like a dating scene? Like, a, is, it, is it about falling in love? It's not like an action sequence. Do you know or... what? So, or should, I, should I tell you what it was? Yeah. It was Sylvester Stallone over the top... Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, I know that film. Oh, yeah. my God. And it was it, the scene is, with him and his son. Kenny Loggins, isn't it? It's Kenny Loggins. Yeah, I recognise his voice, oh, wow, but I was like, I've no idea what film that is. Yeah. Is that where they're in the, on the road trip? That's exactly they... right, yeah. And are, are they getting to know each other? Yes. Are they getting to know? Yeah. It's him uh, and his, his son, and yeah. they're, like, stretching and doing arm exercises. Because he's got, up. like, a sort of arm curl spring thing in, he, in, his, yes, exactly in his truck, right. and they're, like, he's starting to... Oh, that film. That's exactly that's... the scene. Yeah, yeah. It's the that it's wow. that, and they're bonding, and it's such a bizarre song to put. Yeah, I don't know. It's very romantic. Uh, I, I was going to say, yeah, that's why I've, it, my head went to a sort of like a sort of that's a dating scene, but that yes. it kind of makes sense bonding. Yeah, but um, well, the song it is I, Kenny Loggins. It's called uh, "Meet Me Halfway." Uh, yeah, Ooh, and, um, so bad. It's really bad. <laughs> so I'd like to rewatch that film now. Oh. I, I have a um, a fact, a factoid about Over the Top. Completely, oh. 
unrelated to this um, podcast, about um, probably about three or four days ago, it came up in my news feed. There was an article about where someone had interviewed and got some quotes from Sylvester Stallone, and they'd asked him questions about Over the Top, and he said that, oh, God, I forget the name of the... Whoever it was making the film, um, he said... I kept saying no. He kept offering me more and more money. I kept saying no. Eventually, uh, the money got so ridiculous that he was being offered that he finally gave in and just said, oh, what the hell, let's do it. Mm, it's <laughs> interesting. Quite, yeah. Wow. So this alone funny... had read the script and gone, <laughs> no. It, it's funny you say that because it really feels like when I think about that film, you could imagine, couldn't you, like some, you know, film execs going like, what can we put Rocky in? Oh, what can he be now? Oh, what about arm wrestling? You know, oh, that's a good idea, you know. And he could be a truck driver. You could like, almost like brainstorm in a slightly alternative version of Rocky, you know. Um, yeah. Doesn't he do that thing where he turns his cap around? That's right. Remember that? Yeah. yeah, every single, like, before every match, yeah. he, like, turns the hat and he likens it to starting the truck engine. If I remember oh, correctly, I used yeah. to watch this film quite a bit. I used to really enjoy I it. Um, I, I I would not have got that uh, no, theme no. In, in any way. But do you remember the bit where he drives his truck through that big mansion, oh, yeah. which I think is like the boy's stepfather yes. or something, yeah, or his, his grand, granddad, his granddad, yeah, yeah. So what's the story? Though, as his mum died, the boy is that what happened? She's died or dying. All and right. uh, I don't know why she's not with uh, the Stallone character, but the Stallone, but Stallone is a truck driver, obviously, and he arm yeah. wrestles in his spare time. And um, yeah, the, the grandfather yeah. did everything to keep them apart, and he goes, "I wrote to you every day," uh, and that's he's like, it. "I didn't get your your letter." Oh, and he did that. Uh, I mean, that's not a film cliche, is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The granddad hit that's... hit him all or something. Is there? I feel like every eighties film had a character that hid letters. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you can imagine, couldn't you, like the sort of uh, auditions? Oh, mm, yes, yeah. I've been to, I've been to like Rada. You want me to hide letters? You say yes, yeah. with, with a posh voice. Yes, yes, brilliant. I think I can, pl- I think I can play this character. Yeah. <laughs> um, should we go to number four? So number four, oh, this is my favourite. It's a uh, again. This is the one where I I, I said earlier. Um, this is sort of, this should be very easy, but at the same time, very hard. If you guys get this, honestly, I'm mega impressed. But it is, you should all know it at the same time. So that's a contradictory statement. Okay. But uh, yes, press, <laughs> I love that quote. God. <laughs> no pressure, I used to. No, I, I, I don't know if I would have got it, but I would have kicked myself very, very hard as soon as I was told the answer. I said, how could I not get it? It's one of my favorite montage sequences ever. But yeah, press play as and when, gentlemen. Number four.
Go on then, Stu. Go on. Can I give a? F- I, it's not. Is it a film we all know really well? Yes. D- wait, D- Dan, do you have any theories or ideas? No. No, I've I've got got to need to play some more. Yeah, I put the whole. That's you got the whole scene there, which is like two minutes. But does this scene involve like a fairground? No. It's not the dating scene in Karate Kid. No. (laughs) No. Oh, that was like cool summer, wasn't it? Go back and listen to the rest of it, you (laughs) (laughs) tart. Right, I'm listening to more. Is it? Is it? Is it one of those sort of relaxation CDs that you buy at Marks and Spencer's? <laughs> no. I've just fallen asleep. Um, um, is it Sounds of the Ocean? So it's a film we know really well. We're going to have to try and guess this. Yeah. It's not Karate Kid then? No. No. Is it a sports film? No. Is it Dirty Dancing? No. Uh, uh, is it... Is it something with an actor in that we've already mentioned? Uh, no. It's not the bit where Rambo is <laughs> <has> done. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's the bit where Rambo buys life insurance. Um, is it the bit where Jean-Claude Van Damme goes perfume shopping <laughs> for um, an elderly relative? Is it a comedy? Yes. Oh, wait a minute. Is it is it something like Ferris Bueller? It's exactly that. Is it? Yeah. yeah. What scene is that then? Let me Any think. ideas? Um is it Is it like a sort of getting ready scene? Is he sort no. of getting ready for the day no. or Is is it where Ferris Bueller oh, no. buys perfume from <laughs> <Elderly Relative? laughs> no. I do know I do know what but it is. Isn't it where they're in the swimming pool relaxing? No. Oh. Well they haven't like uh. Have Is they it take... the bit where Cameron yep. buys perfume from the <laughs> Is it? Is it like quite an emotional scene? Yes, kind of. Yeah. Is it? Is it the bit where we like Cameron talks about his no. background and stuff? No, and... no, no, no words. I'm going to tell you the answer. Go on. It's the um, again one of my favourite montage sequences ever. It's supposed to be this day off. It is when they're in the museum, the art gallery. Yeah, yeah. And Cameron's staring at the the painting, um, and they're all kind of posing in front of different pictures, and they're holding hands with the kids in the single That's file, it. and yeah. then Cameron stares at the picture of the the child crying. Um, I can see it now, and I can hear it. Yeah. Yeah, I was curious. I, I thought there'd be a part of you guys that would have got it either instantly. Or um, has some kind of misguided perception that it was about somebody buying perfume for an elderly relative, but uh, <laughs> but I don't know if I I don't know if I would have got that. But if I didn't, I would have been furious with myself because it was mm. I've always loved 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 that scene. We should we should pitch the sequel for that. Oh no, yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I know we spoke one. about this before. You, yeah. you don't. I just you think it's, it, it's sort of yeah. one of those things that unfortunately would write itself. And it yeah. would write itself badly. It's the perfect film, isn't it? it, it really, is. Do you know what I mean? In a lot yeah. of ways, it's, it's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. I think it. also, isn't um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off the first time, at least the first time I ever remember seeing a post-credit sequence? Oh, wow. Probably. Yeah, probably. Well, um, um, wasn't there, I don't know, uh, check my dates, but He-Man, Masters of the Universe has one, isn't it? Where a skeleton oh, yeah. is alive. I don't know so pops up. which one yeah. was first. 
That's interesting. We'll, we'll have to fact check that. Yeah. Actually, on the Ferris subject, though, and the montages, the bit where he has to get back to the house is quite cool, isn't it? Yes, I considered that one. Yeah. That, that... I, I'd know that, though. That's like the sort of, isn't yeah. it like a sort of, there's like dinner, a dinner, dinner, Almost like the beats, like a time ticking in it. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think I'd get that. Yeah. That part where he runs past the girl sunbathing, he's frantically yeah. running past, he turns back, hi, how you doing? My name's Ferris Bueller. There's like a trampoline, yeah. isn't there, or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's awesome. But whoever thought of that, it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah it's a great Isn't sequence. that a John Hughes film? Is that a John? No. No, maybe um, not. I, I think so. He seemed to make every film in the 80s, didn't he, I think? Um, I have checked, and He-Man came second. Oh, oh wow! Man was eighty-seven. Um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off was eighty-six. Is that where he awesome. sort of pops up at the end, Skeletor? Like, he, he, does he? Isn't yeah, he, 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 fall, he, he falls into like a vat yes. or something, and yeah, yeah. And then after the that credits, he's like, "I'll be back" or something like yeah. that, isn't he? No, that's that's a different film, that is. It's a different it's 80s film, isn't it? Ferris Bueller. He <laughs> <laughs> pops up and he says, <laughs> it says Cameron, Ferris, you're a disease, or whatever that line is. Yeah. <laughs> ah, you get your films muddled up again. Yeah. <laughs> it's your kids, Marty. Something's got to be done about your kids. <laughs> Shall we proceed to the final? Uh, in fifth, uh, God, I feel the pressure. I don't think I've got one right yet. You're about to. Hang on. I'm about to. Is it? Okay. All right. Here we go. goes to Russia for a fight. That one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting my films muddled up again. Yeah. I've had a text message from Dan, who is almost right on the money. I need a number. Almost? Yeah. It's Rocky 4. It's Rocky 4. Dan nailed it as well with Rocky. Um, yeah, but I didn't know which one. Didn't know which one, but... No, um, no. Uh, but yes, it, it was Rocky 4. John Cafferty's Hearts on fire. Oh right, okay. I I was just about to give a fact that would have been completely wrong about that. Was it? That I was about to say that's that survivor who did 
What really? No, they did. They did something else in that film. I was about to say, oh, that's the same band that did. Um, uh, oh, I the Tiger. Yeah, but there's a Survivor song in Rocky Four, but it's obviously not that. I think it's the one where he's in the car. Maybe I can't think what it's called. Oh, okay. Yes, Hearts on Fire. Yeah, no, no that's yeah. that was Hearts on Fire, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, I don't remember one. the. I, I remember yeah. the scene vividly. He's obviously, yeah, as, as we but, said earlier. Um, sorry, mm. Burning Heart. I, Burning I Heart. That was it. Fact yeah. check that. Oh, he's driving the car. Yeah, because I was always quite amazed it was the same band as I. Yeah, I, I just just ignore me. You can cut that bit <laughs> out. Yeah. <laughs> but that was the quiz well done well done That's gang good. well like done nice, nice montages um, good work uh, thank you kindly uh, Daniel was there any uh, montage sequences that you'd like to, to shout out as, as ones that were particularly memorable or moving or inspiring for yourself throughout your movie watching years um, well I, I'm trying to think I'm trying to think of ones that are a little bit less obvious because um i'll leave what well, i was gonna say i'll leave the obvious ones to stew but that's kind of really mean, <laughs> uh, i'll leave some of the more iconic ones do, do you want um, me to talk about crikey for 10 minutes I can do that well it, that's what i was expecting um but there there is a, a memorable um kind of uh quite amusing um montage in the van damme film Bloodsport. Which is is pretty much um, exactly what you you'd think it to do. But the the funniest thing, one of the, the <laughs> one of the things that sticks in my mind is there's there's a bit where he's tied to uh, all his limbs are tied to a tree. Right. The training um, where he's being trained. Yeah, yeah, and he's being being trained, and I think he's being hit by bamboo. <laughs> Sorry, I just. It amuses me even now when I think about it. Um, and what's another one to call out? Um, God, well, obviously, you know, um, I'm a massive Flight of the Concords fan. I think, Ooh, yeah. I, I think Stu is as well. I don't know about I you, man. Are you? A... I, I, yes, I, I. It's been some time, but I bought the the box set for for the whole thing some no. years ago. I'd love to sit there and watch them again. To be honest, it's been so long, but yeah, awesome. So, so all all. all t- all of us will remember the parody of Footloose. Right. Yeah. Um, the ang- angry dancing, basically. Um, I think that's, that's another classic one. Um, and one that I think this is obviously from research because I, I wouldn't have, it wouldn't have jumped into my mind at all, but yeah. Um, one of the earliest montages is one of the most iconic films most classic films that doesn't usually happen in terms of i would say nostalgia films and kind of some of our favorites like i wouldn't say they are the most critically revered film but this is and that's the the original godfather film oh yes the baptism murders exactly yeah yeah. and i think it's not the earliest but probably one of the most I don't know. I, I feel feel like it's one of the earliest kind of mainstream Hollywood films that um, has a montage. Although I, I did see in a lot of lists, Chariots of Fire, which I yeah, think predates yeah. Godfather, was uh, uh, a kind of famous one. But yeah, so that, there's there's a there's a few. 
Yeah, and the baptism murders are yeah, it's a, it's a fantastic sequence because it's not just like a collection of 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 deaths at the end of the movie. Or it's Michael Corleone basically setting the record straight and and kind of dealing with all outstanding matters, so to speak, through deaths. But it's that brilliant juxtaposition of these people all being killed uh, and murdered. But he's currently in the it's called the baptism murders because he's at the church. Uh, renouncing satan uh and uh you know continuing to, to devote his life to to you know following god while having action the death of what five or so people uh at this one time so it's it's brilliant it's a great 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 sequence and um uh yeah great call yeah awesome one to, to cite oh and one one final one I, I don't again i'm trying to avoid mentioning all the ones that i think Stu's going to mention but this this might have been one of yours Stu. but i do want to mention ghostbusters um <laughs> yeah, i wasn't going to mention that yeah i forgot that there, yeah, there was, is one in the middle isn't there? yeah with, a, with that scene yeah quite long i, I, I nearly i nearly there. played the and that one nearly came to my mind for the quiz but i thought the song would be a little bit too obvious <laughs> <laughs> Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. Nice. I was like, well, I think I might give it away. <laughs> uh, Stu, any, any for yourself? Um, what would you like oh, to cite as I've notable? Got, I've got a top five. Go. Let's go. Awesome. Rocky one. Rocky two. <laughs> Rocky three. <laughs> no, no, I'm only kidding. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, we won't mention the really obvious ones. If we're talking sports, though, I really like the one in Karate Kid 3. You know, the way it does the sort of contrast in styles of training. Right. I mean, I'm sure you will remember. I think that's a really good one. I think that works absolutely fantastic. Mm. Storytelling ones, um, I like. Straight, a random one, but it comes up on a lot of the lists. And again, it, it has that effect on me where it makes you feel quite depressed, but it is fantastic. Is the one in Up. You know the Pixar yeah. film. Oh, yeah. You know it goes oh, through the whole so life, good. and yeah, and it has all the little touch points of all the happy times, the sad times, and all that. There was know. um, I I worked with um, uh, 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 an awesome lady called Michelle who uh, a few years ago, and she lent me this DVD of Up. She goes, "Just please watch this film. You have to watch this film." And um, mm. <laughs> I remember. Lise and I were going to watch it and she was upstairs. She was, I'll oh, just press play. I'll be down in a minute. And it's, it's fairly obviously right at the beginning of the movie. And Lisa walked in just as the, that sequence ended. <laughs> and she was like, is it good? And I'm just like, I'm, I'm absolutely crying? broken. Like <laughs> this has completely destroyed me. I've just like the most beautiful thing in the world. And I'm amazing, an absolute wreck. And you, yeah, we have to rewind it. But that was, God, that was amazing. It's brilliant film. that because it does the sort of um, it's quite subtle, isn't it? You know, because you, you kind of there's a it leaves a little bit to the imagination, but not too much. But just it's a really nice balance that the way it's done. You know, that's good. Have you seen yeah. it then? Yeah, amazing. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of strange because um, I'm not you know not no. not the biggest Disney uh, Pixar fan, but Up is just genius. It's just it is one a great of, film, man. Yeah. yeah, it's just one of the best. For forgetting the fact that it's an animate, you know, an animated film, mm. it is just superb. Mm. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I like that. Another one on my list of storytelling ones. Again, it came up on a couple of websites. I'm not sure it's actually a montage, but I think it's such a fantastic sequence, if you want to call it that. Is the first ten minutes of uh, Indiana Jones: Last Crusade? You know, the River Phoenix bit, the ah. train sequence, because. 
the reason I like that, it it gives Indiana Jones's entire backstory like in about ten minutes. It even accounts for you know like how you know Harrison Ford's got this scar in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It accounts for that. It accounts for how he gets the hat. It accounts for you know it's probably strictly speaking an action sequence, but I think it deserves a notable men you know notable mention mm. um, because it gave you the entire backstory. I mean, Dan Dan will have an opinion on this, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I mean it in a in a good way. You know, it did. You know what they? How can I put it? You know, you know the the Han Solo film. It it took a whole film to tell the backstory, whereas Last Crusade did the backstory in like ten minutes and then got on with the rest of the film. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it, it, you know that old saying about you know oh I've you know I, I was going to write you a uh, what's that saying about writing a long letter and a short letter, but the short letter would have taken longer. You know. Um, you know, compressing stuff down and still hitting the nail on the head, you know, if it's fantastic. So where's that line from? Isn't it? A, it's one of them quotes that's attributed to, like sometimes people say that Churchill said it. Sometimes people say it's, like, I don't think they really know who said it, but it's, it's something along the lines, I'm going to get it wrong now. I, I wish I'd mentioned it. It's something like, um, uh, I wrote you a long letter. I was going to write you a short letter, but it would have taken me longer. That's a beautiful line. I've never heard that. Google it, but I don't think it's attributed to so many people. Mm. Um, you know, just about killing your darlings and deleting all the stuff you don't don't want. You know, editing. I suppose we all know about that, though, don't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Our, our backgrounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I wasn't really going to mention specific ones, but I quite like. You know, if you think, I can't actually think of an example, but I quite like the sort of, uh, you know, like the, you had a, a lot of 80s films, like the sort of makeover ones, you know, like where people are getting, you know, like getting a makeover. I think there's one in like National Lampoon's European Vacation, you know, where they're, they're, they're going in and out in these like expensive shops and, you know, these sort of montages where they're trying on all these different outfits and stuff to change their image, you know, these kind of things. I think that's one in Pretty Woman as mm. well. But I think they're quite fun, aren't they? And it's been spoofed so many times, you know. Um, but yeah, that, that's all for me. Oh, my absolute favourite. It's obscure, though. It's that film I keep talking about with Fred Savage in called The Wizard. Ooh. There's a road trip montage in that. that right. I actually remember that. Yeah, yeah. it's like... Quite a so, long one as well, isn't it? Yeah, it goes... It's just so 80s. The song, it's that Send Me an Angel song. I don't know who sings it, but um, it's like the three kids are sort of on the run, effectively. So it keeps... And there's like the bad guys are after them. And it keeps sort of interspersing between like their sort of journey and the bad guys trying to catch them. But it's just... And like it's just got every 80s cliche in there going you know and they try and thumb a lift and then eventually i think they're saved by like a load of like hell's angels people that come around the corner and it's just yeah. like it's got every cliche in the book but the soundtrack's brilliant and so that's that's a personal favorite although i haven't actually rewatched the film in years but what about you and man you must have a few um, oh before before we get to him man mm. i just want to say i that quote apparently that beautiful quote was uh well it's, I think you're right, it's attributed to quite a few different people who have used it, but apparently it was originally Mark Twain. Oh, wow. Yeah. There you go. Sorry, Imran, now... No, that's a lovely line, your... actually. No, I'm happy to... It is lovely. Yeah, awesome. What's your choices, Mr. Merz? Um, I, well, the... Look, well, we, we, we've skirted around it, but we really should wallow in it. Uh, the the first Karate Kid um, oh, yeah. win in the end sequence is pretty amazing. There was... um. 
was it was it you Institute that said recently that there, that was a rejected Rocky song? Is that right? Yeah, amazing. Did. I did read that. Uh, you're the best, not winning it. No. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. You're yeah, getting you're your wolves and karate kids muddled up. <laughs> Easily done. Yeah. yeah, it was great to see, wasn't it? It was the hang, bit where hang he... on yeah. the ultimate crossover, karate <laughs> wolf. Why have we never thought of this before? Well, that actually would have been quite good. But well, like, there was the, the first. <laughs> sorry. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. I could just imagine the first, like the first part of the tournament. Like Daniel goes down and then, <laughs> then wolves out, and just <laughs> Miyagi looks confused, and then, um, and then uh, the uncle from Team Wolf comes along and explains it all to Miyagi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but well, that's the song though. Like there wasn't there. We, we had a recent conversation about we there did. was a rejected, uh, thankfully rejected pitch between or crossover of Rocky and Karate Kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's that another another abused. song yeah, that yeah. that song could have bound them as well, as opposed to it yeah. being going to the other one. But no, I I, I love. Um, um, I nearly said win in the end again. You're the best. Um, yeah. And it was I think is it Wikipedia that says that because it was such a it's it was obviously the I think it was the epitome of lazy sort of filmmaking. But the the, the tournament <laughs> that's. What? Sorry, Karate Wolf, just go for it. <laughs> Sorry, I'll shut up. If it was the other way around, it'd be Teen Kid, wouldn't it? That would make any sense. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry, you're right. Teen gonna... Kid, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> sounds, like, sounds like the sequel to Boss Baby or something. <laughs> right, I'm going to mute because I can't stop laughing and I'm going to listen to what you're going to say. Sorry. It pales in comparison to Teen Kid. But um, there was, uh, I think for Karate Kid 3, they, there was a stipulation on the tournament at the end uh, that Daniel, as the defending champion, would just fight in the final match, which is uh, completely unheard of for any you know sports tournament. If one guy has to fight five, six, seven times, that the defending champion would just walk into the final. But apparently they did that because they didn't know how to get around another tournament montage without recreating what they did the first time and i thought oh, really? well, that's that's the epitome of lazy filmmaking isn't it like yeah. there's no logic to any imagine world cup you know one team has to play however many times and then the defending yeah. champion and you walk just, on all refreshed exactly at the end and, yeah. it's, it's it's ridiculous for any you know what one day sporting event to go that way but yeah, awful decision, but uh, yeah, I love Croaker Three, but um, oh, but that, that he should have fought in every match. But anyway, uh, another one. Um, I, I think um, I actually thought Dan was going to mention this one um, in The Watchmen, the um, uh, opening sequence yeah. with uh, Bob Dylan's uh, "The Times They Are Changing," which is uh, mm. for me. I mean, oh. I was absolutely captivated by that. Uh, a brilliant kind of summation of these, the, you know, the heroes in. Uh, kind of uh, in question and their sort of rise and fall set against these key moments in sort of American uh, US history of Vietnam and Russia's Cold War. And Damn, that's a that's a good one. I didn't think of bringing that one up. I yeah, no, that as a, I, I mean, regardless of what anyone could ever, ever even dream of saying about that movie, that opening 10 minutes is just, you know, from the, the, the comedian's death to that sequence, just fantastic. 
you know, worth the price of admission, worth the price of the DVD, worth the price of rental, whatever it is. But um, it's just it's just a brilliant, brilliant sequence, fantastically uh, put together. Really, it wasn't it wasn't just a collection of shots; it was all filmed in a certain very stylistic way as well. Just uh, fantastically done, very visceral as well. Quite some brutal uh, uh, shots in there as well of uh, killings and stuff like that. But um, yeah, that's always ranked highly uh, for me. Um, but yeah, um, but yeah, that's that would be uh, my summation of of, of particularly uh, moving and as we said, inspiring uh, kind of montages. Um, I have a modern montage that I'd like to bring up, and the only reason I want to bring it up is I think it's probably the only British film montage. It, that, that's a lie. I'm sure things like Bridget Jones's Diary and things like that have done montage as well. But one of my favourites is is Shaun of the Dead, which is the the ever reoccurring, incredibly repetitive back to the pub montage, mm. which features <laughs> probably about five or six times um, throughout. Nice, it's yeah. good actually. As your com- comedy shows, you've mentioned quite a few, haven't you? Because but they do they do montages quite well, don't they? There's a lot of parodies, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think Simpsons has parodied every montage there is. I think Family Guy has, and yeah, yeah I think there's a lot of British comedies that have uh, tapped into that particular vein. Um, I love. I think there's um, there's a sequence in Family. There's yeah, in Family Guy where Brian is. It, there's a time to time travel episode, and and Brian, I think, is is running to, to try and save Stewie. And it's basically the, the Ferris Burella um, running back to the house before, uh, right, the, yeah, before yeah. the dad, is it dad or mum? I can't remember which, before the parents get back there. And it's like almost a shot for shot uh, remake of that sequence. So yeah, that's pretty awesome. What I is, suppose. what is Ferris's surname, Dan? <laughs> Are you saying Buella? <laughs> <laughs> that's, not, that's not the Mrs. Bouquet version of it. Yeah. It, it it's actually Barella. It's uh, <laughs> I do I I do you know transition between Buella and Beulah just for fun. Okay. Yeah. Oh okay. It's right. I, I can see how you get your kicks from that, yeah. Just in life. <laughs> just to see if anyone would notice. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I, I've I've got one I, I wanted to make. Well, I, actually, are. a question for you both. A question you for you both. Right. Did you ever watch those? There's two of them, I think. It depended on which region you saw it in. It was either called Breakdance or Breaking. Do you know those films? I don't. I know of the films. I've not seen yeah. them. I know they exist, but when I saw them in the video shop, I looked at them and said, "Yeah, that would be for women." <laughs> But there's, there's a because I, I, they were on a little while ago, and I, I, I quite like those films, right? <laughs> I just, quite like those films, right? They and magically I came on your TV. No, no, and no, you were like... I really quite like those films. They, they're quite good. I mean, I've, I watched them semi recently because they were on. You know, I think that one of the cast members died, and they put them on. And there's, a, there's a, a montage in the first one that has almost like an identity crisis. It doesn't know whether it's a montage or not because it's hilarious (laughs) because basically it is a montage, but it acknowledges it's a montage because the girl dancer in it 
turns the radio on and that is the soundtrack to the montage it's just hilarious she she kind of almost like starts the montage and, you know this like idea of like breaking the fourth wall almost mm. you know she sort of like turns the stereo on and then they all start dancing it's like hang on is this a montage or not you know it's, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just hilarious it's just yeah that's a film full of montages <laughs> but there's de- I, don't know what the running time is, but there's definitely more montage of film, definitely. But it's a, it's a sort of dance film, so it kind of makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I, I think all dance films have montages, because I'm pretty sure Fame did. We've already mentioned Footloose. Dirty Dancing definitely did. Um... Dirty Dancing had like a training sequence, didn't it? Like dance training, I think. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. When, um, yeah, you're right. Mm. Um, I'm sure. Did did Greece and Greece one well, and two have I was any montages? Because like Greece is obviously a musical, and I'm thinking they're sort of montages, though, aren't they? I mean, I don't know. If, do they count if it's a musical? I don't know. Because they are, in all intents and purposes, aren't they? They they sound and vision mixed yeah. together, you know. And I don't know. Another hmm. really random one that. Um, I was I was kind of waiting for Inman to call out, and yeah, deeply disappointed in him. Because of your love of of Godfather, I thought you you would come out with Scarface, Inman. I mean, what's wrong? With I that? actually I'm I'm not a diehard Scarface fan. Firstly, <sighs> I, I I had read because again when looking up lists, that's that was cited in a few lists as one of the worst. Is it the money one oh. or something where he's like, when they're making this, what was that? I can't remember how it was referenced. There's making money or printing money or something like that. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, pretty much like when everything is going well and he's like doing, making huge amounts of cash and doing lots of coke. I think, right. I think, yeah, like a, it's like a success montage, like the rise before the fall kind of right. thing. It's not particularly great. It's just one of those ones that's, as you said, in a lot of lists, that one gets called out, and I'm like, oh, I didn't, didn't even remember it at the time. No, no, I, I can't actually sort of see it. It's been a while since I've seen the movie, but I, yeah, I can't, I can't even remember it. I'll have to sort of look it up. But um, yeah, I actually, yeah, a few few lists cited that as a particularly bad one, which I mean, yeah, I'm still fascinated by the idea of a really bad montage. What? How bad can it be? <laughs> but. Uh... People, here's another one. This this didn't resonate with me, but apparently, train spotting. Yeah, it's that intro sequence, isn't it? Where he's running, you know, lost for life. Is that Iggy Pop? I think where he's running down the street. I don't know. Is it a sequence? Steal some stuff and run away. Yeah, it it is on the list, isn't it? And it is obviously. I mean, I'm not. It's one in films. It's. I wouldn't go as far as saying I like it, but obviously, it is an important film. In a lot of senses, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like you know, it it represents a particular time and all that, and that's yeah. something that's again that's been. I feel like that's been parodied a lot. Um, I'm sure someone did like a comedy version of that quite recently. Um, but it's a scene setter, isn't it? <clears throat> it is. Mm. Yeah, it was sort of like the Breakfast Club one because I wouldn't have thought like the one we discussed earlier, the the library dancing one. I mean, I didn't even think that was a montage. That was just them. Like dancing mm-hmm. in a single sort of scene, it was different shots because it was different. They were in different places, like you know. But like, well, you're still dancing to a song that's playing. It wasn't like a series of cut 
shots from different periods of time. So I, I, well, I thought that was a weird one. This is a, a rather wonderful segue to uh, the actual uh, story definitions of, of, of different types of film montage. Apparently in the 1920s, Sergei Eisenstein, got to get that right, um, he, he uh, coined five different methods of montage, and they are as follow. Bear with me, gentlemen. Uh, metric. Cutting shots together based on exact measure or length of time, disregarding the length and content of the shot. Oh, God, this is quite technical. Rhythmic, a.k.a. continuity editing. Cutting based on the content of the shots. Therefore, edits differ in length depending on what happens within the sequence. Tonal, cutting based on tones within the shot. The highlighting of emotional themes or meanings in the shots themselves. Shots are linked based on oral or visual similarities. God, this is intense. Overtonal. <laughs> cutting according to overtones and themes within different shots while incorporating wider themes of the film and creating an emotional response from the audience. And finally, God, this goes on forever. Intellectual. Very different shots cut together as a visual metaphor. The shots are linked through a similar intellectual meaning. And as a surprise, I've got a quiz where you now have to go through all the montages <laughs> and assign which of these five things they belong to. Oh, well, now's a good time to wrap up the episode, I think. But yeah. <laughs> I would have thought the pre the preeminent definition of montage would have been rooted in time. Uh, you know, like mm. it is a summation time. of a, a, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a summa- It's a summation of a of an extended period of time that isn't being displayed in in real time, so to yeah. speak, on screen. That would have been my definition. Yeah, but well, so it's interesting to consider it. No, no, I'm not disputing Sir Mr. Jay Eisenstein. Eisenstein. Yeah. So the 1920s. Um, I don't even know who he is. <laughs> Some bloke. So you're going to bump me should... for him, and you don't even know who he is. <laughs> we should pay attention to him. <laughs> um, He's like the forefather of montages, like the wow, sort of pioneer. Yeah. Apparently so. You know. Um, um, it's also oh god, I, I I forget that. Um, I think all of the um, Cornetto trilogy have montages. So I think Hot Fuzz. And um, I forgot what the was it. World's End, the final one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. There's that in. hot fuzz. There's like the sort of chase sequence, isn't there? That's a bit montage. Like I think, isn't there like a sort of chase sequence where we're down like back alleyways and stuff? And was able to make that up. Yeah. I was thinking of a montage, right? I was thinking of a montage, but I like I can picture it as a sort of cliched montage that I feel like was in so many films, but I cannot really think of an example. Is the sort of studying for an exam type, you know? Like I think there was one in Team Wolf Two, you know, where they've got like the big end of year exam and the pile of books is going down. And do you know what I mean? And I'm sure that's in a lot of like eighties films as well. Sure. Yeah, right. I just I, I said I couldn't think of an example, then I did, but I feel like that was in. That was a real sort of cliche, you know, like maybe I just imagined it though. No, no, I think you're right. Um, another one that is, I don't know if it's that cliche or that common, but is the, it, well, it, it's being cited as the time loop montage. And if you think of things like Groundhog Day 
and more recently, you know, the uh, the Tom Cruise sci-fi film Edge of Tomorrow. Apparently, that I I wouldn't have put that in in the uh, category of montage, but apparently, that repetition of a se- series of events, uh, a, a cycle or a loop, is considered a montage. So, interesting, yeah, because I I guess in order to Rather than you're not seeing the series of events from beginning to end because it would take too long. So rather than actually like show you from minute one to minute 10, they just give you one minute that shows the highlights of that time loop so that you know you're in a time loop. But otherwise, you know, otherwise something like Edge of Tomorrow or Groundhog Day would go on for about six hours. Mm-hmm. Yes, well, Groundhog Day actually is another yeah. great example uh, of uh, you know sort of the summation of a of a period of time and the variances in in each time he kind of relives those moments. That's a, yeah, that's a wonderful uh, example in of itself. Yeah, um, yes, I, I well, I, I think this has been a a, a, a fine uh, <laughs> summation of 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 the the magical experience that is a movie montage. Um, and this is anything anyone else wants to uh, add or contribute to the, um, uh, the the discussion at all? No, it's just been it's been fun. It's been it's... fun. We should do the montage version of the show. Yeah, all three minutes of it, yeah. <laughs> set to some inspiring music. I could run up some steps. Dan could. What could Dan do? Um, he could do the studying one. He could do the studying one. Yeah, yeah. Imran could climb up a mountain and yeah jump off yeah, if, if you've got time yeah i could factor know. it into <laughs> well you only need a few minutes really don't you so <laughs> um, well, you, you could both like train your children to be like <laughs> either karate kids or boxers and then by the time our next show we can like We'd ha- you'd have work. to have them played by actors who were their 20-year-old <laughs> yeah, yeah. or 25-year-old self. But you, you can at least start from when they were a kid. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, no, floor, yeah that's a wonderful that happen, idea. Really. Yeah, that's very, very good. So, let's try it. Let's all try a montage like in our personal lives. Yeah, if you've got something, big task you want to achieve or, you know. Um, and we'll report back, you know. Dan would be like, yeah, I sort of, man, well, not much happened. I, I won the heavyweight boxing title. <laughs> it might be come on. I well, learned no, piano in the yeah. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it works. It works. Um, yeah. Okay. Very good. Thank you very much, gentlemen. I've, uh, that was a lot of fun. So uh, awesome to kind of revisit uh, these wonderful moments in movie history for each of us. So thank you so much. And thank you to uh, you all for listening. If you've made it this far and you've been tuned in to another episode of the Close Encounters of the Nerd Kind podcast, once again, check us out at foreverinelectricdreams.com. My name's been Imran. For Daniel J. Collicott and Stuart J. Giblin, <laughs> we'd like to bid you both. I would bid you all farewell and thanks very much. Till next time, friends. Bye bye. Love you. Oh. <laughs> that was fun. That was very well done. <laughs> <laughs>